This week's episode of The Curious Podcasts is brought to you by you, our valued listeners. If there are any topics you would like to hear us talk about, you can submit your suggestions at curious.podcasts at gmail.com. Also, if you want to show us some love and support, why not pop over to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash The Curious Podcasts. Welcome back to another episode of The Curious Podcasts with Dr. Trucifer and Lawless. Yo. And Madam Gem's familiar. This week's episode is brought to you in a field with a crow. Apparently. I think it might be a crow. Might be a Sounds raven. like a crow. Saying that you don't get really get ravens around. Yeah, that predators back. So this week we have a special guest. As usual. Oh, hi. John Cena. That's John uh, Cena. Just waiting for a phone call of him, actually. I'm glad you reminded us. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, there's going to be a revisiting of last week's Mandela Effect. Uh, after speaking to my backup, uh, we have been able to get to the... Get, get to the... Get to the bottom of the Fruit of the Loom Mandela Effect. Uh, at least we think we have. I'm, I'm, I'm confident that we got to the bottom of it. And you're supposed to be talking about the some conspiracy dealing with Bohemian Rhapsody as well. Yeah, it's more of a theory. Like, because um, someone really knows what it's about. But I've right. heard a theory from someone, which I will mention later. Um, it's quite good, though, and it makes sense. So. I'm... I'm, I'm uh, quite excited to, to, to hear about this because I've never heard anything about this before um, so I would, before we get started I would like to give a shout out to John one of our newest listeners uh, who's been quite eager uh, to find out when episode 6 was coming out hello John so here you go John episode 6 especially for you I mean it was going to happen anyway but but just because you put all that effort in it's, for, it's now for you indeed Indeed. So, where should we start this week? Hmm. We'll go with the Fruit of Loom Mandela effect. Okay, that's a good place to start. Now then. Obviously, as we know, the Fruit of the Loom logo does not have a cornucopia on it. But there are many people who remember there being a cornucopia. Now, there are... Sort of like gimmicky, log- like um, like parodies of the logo. Uh, one of which was by uh, a musician who plays a flute or a flutist. Mm. <laughs> I've probably butchered that pronunciation. Flutist. Uh, but his logo was the fruit from Fruit of the Loom, with a flute shaped like a cornucopia coming in from the background. And it was called Flute of the Loom. Nice. Nice. Uh, there's been other versions as well where they've added something in to have a cornucopia in the background. It's like the parodies of the original logo. Oh, what was it? And what was the other one I was just thinking of there? Oh yes, there was actually a news article which caused some confusion as well. Uh, I will come back to that. 
the other one was oh yeah there we go it was a south park episode and also the animated movie or cgi movie uh, the ant bully oh uh so in the ant bully had a fruit a fruit of the line logo mm. which had mm-hmm. a giant cornucopia and the south park episode i should have never gone zip lining uh, which was episode ep- episode six of season sixteen. Sorry, trying to talk a bit too fast there. There is a logo of a cornucopia brand seen in that episode. So, given that there's been so many parody versions of the logo done, it's quite understandable why people would think that there was that that the logo did have. A cornucopia in when it didn't. The company themselves released a statement saying there is not and never has been a cornucopia or fruit basket in the logo. It's always ever been just the fruit. Mm-hmm. That is until you get to October 1994. There was some advert done and one of the models or actors from the advert that was done for fruit of the for the fruit of the loom underwear uh, did actually make mention about them being a fruit basket or cornucopia in in in, in the advert but that's the only time there was ever anything. So it was there for for that in nineteen ninety four. But it was but it hadn't been in before that mm-hmm. and it's never been in since then. And even then it was just like the, I think they had somebody dressed up as the basket. <laughs> so they like everyone was dressed up as a different piece of fruit from yeah, the logo. Yeah. And then they had someone dressed up as a basket. Of cornucopia, and that's the only time it was there. It's never been an official part of the logo, just in that advert, right? In October '94. So, if we're going back to the Mandela effect, so we may as well get mine out of the way now. Um, okay, then hit me right now. Take with a pinch of salt. It's you know, I don't really know much about Pokemon and stuff, okay, but apparently, Pikachu's tail. Had a black patch on it, and then other people say it didn't. So I don't really know much about this because I didn't really watch it as a kid. But if you want to have a look, now, see, now obviously I've, I haven't watched Pikachu for years, not since the nineties. But I think the last time I watched anything Pokemon related was the first movie. Uh, which it, uh, where there was a whole showdown with Mewtwo. Uh, I've not watched watched it since then. But I do remember Pikachu having a black tip to his tail. Mm-hmm. So let's have a look here then. I, I probably would say that I kind of remember that. But I'm not that much of a fan to argue about it. So there are people here who are saying that the only thing, the, the only reason why Pikachu has ever had a black tip of tail is because people remember, is because of the Mandela effect. It's mm-hmm. only ever been 
just plain yellow with no black tip. The only thing I can think of is there was a lot of bootleg Pokemon games back in the day. Another thing that, I'm, that I think it might be as well is sort of like an assumption that the way that would be the black tip of his tail because he's got black tips on his yeah, ears. Yeah. So it might be that they've just automatically thought he had It's a bit plain really without it, isn't he? Like Yeah. Yeah, I mean looking at it, his tail is quite plain. It's yellow. I mean when you see there the original artwork there from the show you know, it's it's brown at the base mm-hmm. but then yellow the rest of the way and, and the, the, there's no it looks no better black. with black, whether or not it's that the way it's supposed to be. But take it with a pinch of salt, you know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, for whatever reason, I remember that he had a black tip to his tail. But looking at like the pictures here, what have you, he's never had a black tip to his tail. And I think it might, I think yeah, it's probably just down to the tip that because of the tips of his ears being black. Mm-hmm. We were just automatically just been thinking the tip of his tail was black as yeah. well. Um, but I think there is. So for cosplayers, I think there is a version of the Pikachu tail which has got black yeah. on the end for like uh, I mean like the Pikachu onesies or the cosplay outfits. So, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Even though I can remember him having a black tail, I don't. I don't think he ever did. Well, I would say he did, but I don't know. Anyways, that's all. Yeah. Nice. Um. Okay, so I don't think I'm going to be needing to call on my backup on that one. I think we've I think we've debunked that one. Uh, I, you know, yeah, I think it's just been down to a, mi- a miscon- misconception. Oh, oh, sorry. It's always the most inappropriate times, isn't it? Hello, John. Are you on your way? Not the John we gave the shout out to. No, no, not that John Cena. Yeah. There's a big Q and Greg's. Uh huh. So, do you think you'll make it? Uh huh. Oh, apparently people keep cutting in front of him because they can't see him. <laughs> oh, hey. How can you not see How can John you not see John Cena? I know. Right, well, if you, if you get yeah, then fair enough, but if not, we can try again, so, man. No, it's fine. I'm getting quite used to this now. Yeah, no, bye. Bye. Yeah, he's done great. You know what he should have done? What? You should have put the order in in advance so when he got to Greg's, the girl at the counter could be like, I've got two steak past steak bakes, yeah. Did you just assume his Greg's order? Yes. Wow. I mean, you know, when you see the size of him, clearly he's on the red meat. Well, he taught me he was after a sausage roll. I mean, no. Well, I was going to do a, a joke there about the whole. Well, just, just, I just thought you should assume someone's Greg's order. It was very talk though, you But I've noticed that when it, the, the Americans have come over here, they've been fascinated by Greg's. Really? Yeah. They they don't typically have that sort of food over there in America. Right. Um, 
And another thing that I think is brilliant to get Americans with is they don't know, they, they can't grasp the concept of a cheeky Nando's. Oh, I'm kind of with them on that, like, to be honest. The thing is, I do get it because of how we in the UK do typically talk with, yeah. with, um, with our particular vernacular. Well, that could be a word of the week later down the line. No. No. But it starts with a V, it'll be no. weeks away. Anyway. Unless I decide to spell no. it with F, then I could do it next week. <laughs> <The> vernacular. <laughs> What should that actually be a word? Oh, I'm going to have to look into that now. Anyway, you know, we do, we do, we'll, we'll do a cheeky this or a cheeky that, you know. So what's a cheeky Nando's? The yeah, words people use, like, takeaway en route. Like, really? Like, it's it's a thing that everyone uses, but no one really knows why. What like, the whole cheeky Nando thing, it's like... Is it really cheeky? Like, what do you like? Do they take a bite of your food and then giggle behind your menu? You know what I mean? It's like, or or or, or maybe you, you you tap your butt cheeks afterwards. You know, maybe it's not. <laughs> We're saying the word cheeky that much. I'm now being reminded of that '90s song. We are the cheeky girls. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... I don't. I do know what one about there. I just started slagging off Nando's. John Cena. Oh, aye. Oh, he's not coming. <laughs> uh, next week's guest is... Um, ooh, let's think. I don't know. Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone? Aye. Do you think you can get him? I'll ring his agent. I mean, I've managed to get in touch with John Cena. Aye, that's John Cena. Sylvester Stallone, that's a... We're, talk, uh, we're, we'll we're, we're, we're talking Arnold Schwarzenegger level there. You we'll know. see. You know, you'd, uh, you'd have more luck getting Jimmy Neal. No, because he's he could possibly turn up. Like <laughs> that, 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 that crap that, it was. So no, that, that that's a fair point. That's a fair. Or oh, talking about getting into trouble. I nearly forgot. I, I I've spoke with Madam Jem this week, mm-hmm. and we're both in trouble. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed bottled water anymore. Right, I'm gonna say it now. Um, I am sorry. It's very rare you'll get a, a meaningful apology from us. But I am sorry. I wouldn't even listen to it back because I know how annoying it would have been. Oh, so oh, if you've returned, thank you, and I'm sorry about that. And I'm not allowed to vape either. Because uh, apparently my, my vaping's been getting picked up by the microphone when, when, when I've been trying to have a, have a cheeky vape off to the side. If you say cheeky again, <laughs> you'll be sitting in the garden. Even though it's your house, you'll be sitting in the garden. Talking through the window. But all this, we're the cheeky boys. Shut up. <laughs> Don't even include us. Okay, well, I'm going to do something different. What, you're going to be interesting and funny? I'm, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, I am going to tell a joke. Oh, God. Okay. Owen, wait there, wait there, I'll just, I'll be on the edge of my seat preparing for laughter. Don't stop looking at us. But what did the girl dog say to the boy dog? I don't know. I like it rough. (laughs) (laughs) And there goes Lawless. Oh, and he's back. 
stuck the vomit in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if we're yeah. doing dad jokes, I'll come up with one next week, like. Yeah, yeah I, that I, was pretty bad, that, like. I think dad jokes are the way to go. They are, like. If, if, if you love dad jokes, you've got to watch Bruffy1322 on YouTube, mm-hmm. or even Twitch. Because uh, when he's doing uh, G-Freds, uh, he's always got a dad joke at the beginning. Sometimes two, depending on uh, what's going on. Now, there is something else I wanted to... Um, I wanted to quickly mention before we get up. I feel like I'm hogging the airwaves here, but I don't care. But before we move on to your next thing, you know the car manufacturer, uh, Hyundai? Yes. Did you know that that's not how you pronounce it? I've heard people say Hyundai. It's Hyundai. 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 Because anyone told you drift. He says something about I'm not going to let me boy ride in a hund in a Hyundai or something or yeah so Hyundai so so you don't even, it's it's very very quick it's like the, it's only like the H and the Y are one letter mm-hmm. Hyundai well if uh, us Westerners like to say hi Hyundai if Hyundai is listening we're sorry no I'm still saying it Hyundai sounds better it sounds like a martial arts attack does just <laughs> I die! <laughs> uh, there we go. Cancel for racism. Anyway, right. <laughs> so my one is uh, about the song "Be Human Rhapsody" by Queen. Did, did, <laughs> what, sorry, what's what's the song called? <sighs> you just said "Bohemian." I can't say it. I can't say it. But what's it? Bohemian. Bohemian. <laughs> <laughs> Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. <laughs> Dickhead. Right. So my mate had a theory. I don't know if he's listening, but if you are, hello Neil. That. What my Neil? Well, I wouldn't say he's yours. Your cousin. Yeah. Aye. Right. So he seems to think, and I can't. I, well, I do agree with him actually. That it's because no one knows what it's about. Everyone's got little theories and stuff. But his theory was that it's about someone getting the electric chair. And it was a boy from Texas, I think. It was only a young a young lad. About ten or something. Don't quote us on it. I didn't really look into it. But and he got the chair. And if you, like, if you read the lyrics, it's like, I'm just a poor boy from a poor family. And all this lad. He shot someone, apparently... But yeah, I mean that. I mean that's the thing. That that's, that's what the song is about. Oh, it's a young lad. I wouldn't say as young as ten, probably late teens, early twenties. You know, probably got involved in some gang. You know, he shot shot and killed somebody, and some gang related attack or uh, or, or killing. Mm. You know, he, he's apologising to his mum for the shame he's brought to the family. You know, he's got his regrets about it. Uh, you know, he's been caught, locked up. Now, I don't know about... I, I've, I've never thought about what his overall punishment was other than he got found guilty. Well, I suppose with the whole thund- thunderbolt and lightning element to it, 
I suppose I can see where Neil's coming from. That yes, that might actually indicate that that because think about it, right? That, that he's getting the electric chair. Thunderbolts are lightning, very frightening, right? Mm. And then you get this thing between let him go, let him go, and stuff. And it's like two sides, which mm. could be like heaven and hell. Not only that, you know, I can get that. You know, it could be like let him go, let him, let him go to heaven. But another way to look at it is depending on who it was that he killed and what his reason was for killing that person. Mm-hmm. It might be people protesting him being sent down and they're saying it that him killing that person was actually him doing a public service. Mm-hmm. Also, like, yes, m- murder is bad, but who did he murder? Well, that's it, eh? You know, what, is the world actually going to be a, be a better off place? Because you took that person out for whatever reason. Mm. You know, and uh, so I mean, I suppose that's two ways to look at it. But how how did Neil come to the conclusion he was from Texas? No, that was my bit. Oh, that was your bit. I added that because anyone listening who knows of that story, I think it was a young. A young black lad from, I think it was Texas, where the laws are a bit more extreme. I don't know, but um, and there was a film made on it, and I can't think what the film's called. If anyone knows it, I'd be grateful. Um, but it shows you, like it shows you, like uh, what happened and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've seen a clip of it. Obviously, there was no name to the movie and that, like it always is. But if anyone knows it. Because I wouldn't mind watching it. Mm. It's a bit like Green Mile-ish. You know, like... I mean, I could probably find it, but... I will have a quick look. No, I would say... Um, because if I do this, it's probably going to bring up the, bohem- the actual Bohemian Rhapsody movie. Nah. This was, this was probably made before the song. Right, so are you saying like the song was based on a film or like yeah, yeah. on untrue events? Well, not not so much the film on the event, but there is a film about this about this kid who I think it's about. Hmm, let's have a look at the song analysis. So, I mean, they are trying to say that was um, was it? So, Bohemian Rhapsody was Freddie's confessional. Oh, and it was about how different his life could have been and how much happier he might have been. So it was probably after he got the diagnosis. I think this was the 70s, you know. Well, yeah, it was like 1975 is when Bohemian Rhapsody came out. I'm yeah, but he didn't get diagnosed till like late 80s. I think he died early 90s. 92, maybe, so 91 he died. So he was showing symptoms as early as 1982. So yeah, so the song was well before that. Okay, so that, that's, that's out the window then. Yeah, I think that's something... It's just a theory. I just bought our chair, because I thought it was a really good one. And to be honest, I've never heard many others. I definitely think that warrants more research to find out if that theory is right and what just what that film was. Mm-hmm. But if there is a film concerned around that story, I think I'd be interested in watching it as well. Just so that... I mean, I'm not saying there's any connection. I'm just... That's my connection that I've put. I can see so if it. If anyone knows the name of the film, 
or the story of like you know like the kid yeah yeah i definitely think that's one that warrants looking into to, to, just to find out mm-hmm. okay. well the next thing i wanted to talk about i did originally want to go a bit more in depth than what i am going to go with it um but i'm not going to i'm going to keep this one a bit on the brief side i mean there's plenty of uh pl- plenty of information out there about it already but i want to highlight a few points in particular that have sort of helped me to sort of like see it as being false now it is something that we have mentioned previously uh-huh. Which is the Montauk project? Oh yeah, yeah. You know you had the Montauk, you know, the Montauk chair. You know you got the Montauk boys, and the ones who were experimented on, uh, which is where I could see the premise for the born identity coming from. Uh, what was from them? What was done to the Montauk boys is shown as being done. I think they didn't show it until the born legacy, the one with Jeremy Renner. Mm-hmm. Um, where they, they're breaking them down with, with torture, ready for being imprinted with a uh, new personality. Um, and what have you. Sorry about that uh, little pause. thought a cat was about to try and sneak in. Oh, it is. Oh, we've got to bring him in. No. No, because oh. if he, no it's a nightmare get, trying to get him back out. He's not even my cat. Oh wait, this is a sign. This man. To be honest, I, I think, I think he's a kitten. He looks quite young. Like. Yeah, he's still got a very curious nature about. Him. I'm seeing him. Maybe her. I was joking it before, and he's got some. Um, he's got some bean bags on him. Got the anatomy. But that's getting off topic. Yeah. As as I mentioned in a previous episode as well. The Montauk Project is also the basis for the Netflix series Stranger Things, which yeah, was, yeah, which right. was originally called Montauk, mm-hmm. uh, but then they changed it to Stranger Things. But a lot of the things that take place in the series is based on information within the Montauk Project. <laughs> oh, I can't... Oh... Oh wait, man! This is a sign. This. Okay. Should we call him? Should we call him Pods? <laughs> I don't know. As long as he doesn't start spraying on he things. Won't. Okay. <laughs> now, as we know, well, I'll say it as we know. Um, the project was su- supposed to have started in the nineteen seventies. Uh, honestly. And I did mention previously that. Not only did I mention it being the basis for Stranger Things, but I did mention that it was linked to the Philadelphia Experiment. Mm. Now, the way it's linked to the Philadelphia Experiment is that there was supposed to be two sailors who were brothers, Uh uh, Duncan Cameron and Edward Cameron, I think was the other one. Now, these two brothers were supposed to have jumped over the side of the ship they went missing. They, they never returned. Oh, sorry, I say they never returned. One of them did, but the other one didn't. Now, 
what's supposed to have happened is that they leapt forward in time to the 1970s. Mm-hmm. And that's how they ended up getting... Essentially, that's how the Montauk Project ended up getting founded. Right. Was by their appearance. As I've and as I mentioned in the previous episode, where we talked about the Philadelphia experiment, the two sailors who went missing, mm-hmm. there's actually never been any record of them, not on the Eldridge or any other U.S. News. Especially back then, I mean, people could. Uh... Well, no, the, 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 there's no. The, the, I mean, we're talking about World War Two era. You know, they they had records of everyone who was serving on any ship. We're talking about the military. You know, so no, they, they, they would ha- they would have records. There are records, and when you go back and look at the crew roster for the Eldridge, mm-hmm. those two names are not there. Right. And there's even a third name as well. Uh, oh, what was his name? Al Bielik, something. Um, I did have the name written down, but this Al guy. There's no mention of him having been on the Eldritch either. And I did debunk. I looked up enough to be able to debunk the Philadelphia Experiment. It didn't happen. So if the Philadelphia Experiment didn't happen, then these two guys definitely didn't, didn't exist. Didn't exist. Which means they didn't time travel. And given that these two, sail- these two brothers from the Eldridge... During the Philadelphia experiment, well, they, they, you know, given that they're meant to be there at the founding of the Montauk Project, their appearance is what caused the founding of the Montauk Project. Then the Montauk Project couldn't have existed. Well, if that's true, if that's true, but all all mentions of the the, the whole thing around the Montauk Project though is centered around the Philadelphia experiment. Yeah. You know, anything you look up dealing with the Montauk Project says that the Philadelphia experiment was the cause of the founding of the Montauk Project yeah. because the brother who stayed in the 70s and 80s, not the one who went back, but the one who stayed, he was the centre of a lot of experiments. The Montauk chair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that. it was him that was sitting in the chair. Right. You know, so given that he's at the centre of all, all the experiments. Well, I've never heard that. I've heard that was more than one person. I heard they used to get psychics in. I mean, there was lots of other people in. You know, the, 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 obviously, like I said before, about the Montauk boys. Yeah. You know, and they were doing things along the lines of remote viewing, only it seemed like a more advanced version of remote viewing uh, that they were doing. But the point is that no matter how many people were there who were involved in it, at the core of it was one of the Cameron brothers from the US Eldridge. Mm. USS Eldridge, yeah. Right. Oh, God, cat. <laughs> yes, yeah. the cat's still here. It's, um... Yeah, a, but I mean... Now that is a curious cat. That 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 is a very curious cat. Yeah, which should definitely call the cat Pod. Yeah. Pod the curious cat. But um, right. 
I think I'm going to quickly do my last one. Okay. Because I really want to show that card. Um, <laughs> the Simpsons weather balloon thing. There's an episode where the weather balloon goes rogue. Uh, Willie tries to shoot it down. Groundskeeper Willie. And two jets go by and see Willie. And obviously there's a joke of, oh, it's a, an Iraqi tank or something. You know, like something outrageous. Okay. Um, and they both take shots and shoot each other. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not saying it's a prediction. I'm just saying it's just a bit strange, you know. Like a weather balloon and then two jets. Now, I can't remember what the episode's called for people to check it out. It's not really a theory or anything. I just thought I'd point that out, you know. Well, it's interesting that you should bring about... that you should bring up some dealing with war because that ties into something else I was going to mention about the Montauk Project, which is actually something that, rather than discrediting the author... um, the, the, the tale of the Montauk Project. It's actually something that could actually give it some credence. It's something that, or at least the, the conspiracy theorists will be able to use to say, well, no, the Montauk Project was real. Yeah. One of the Cameron brothers, before settling in to like the 70s, 80s era for the Montauk Project, actually time travelled even further into the future. Right. Uh, to the twenty second century, I think it was twenty one eighty seven, or so, so sometime yeah. around there. And <laughs> hello, Pod. <laughs> this is where it gets interesting. Now, he, t- he talks about how you know like, there's, there's floating cities in the mm-hmm. sky, sort of. Like, Two, oh, two miles off the ground. Like, uh, it's all being run by AI and what have you. But one of the things he learned about while in the 22nd century that gives me reason to sorry, hesitate to completely discredit the Montauk theory mm-hmm. is that at some point between 1946 Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 1946, where... No, it would have been 43. No, yes, 1943, 1946 was was when the uh, Office of... Was it Naval Research? The the organisation that was supposed to have done the Philadelphia experiment. But who weren't actually around until 1946. But the experiment was supposed to have happened in 1943. So, between 1943... And the back end of the 22nd century, at some point there was a thermonuclear war mm. between the West and a Russia-China alliance. No. What's happening at the moment? I know. Russia and China are very much allies at the moment, uh, mainly centred around... The war in Ukraine, yeah, you know, and there is, there is concern at the moment that it could escalate to that level. So I find it interesting that that was said, in that that was brought up in uh, Peter Nichols's book in what was it the eighties or eighties or nineties when he brought his book out. Oh, yes, the eighties. 
that's reminding me of another point I want to mention. Right. So when he, Peter Nichols brought his book out in the 80s concerning the Montauk Project, it was mentioned then that one of the Cameron brothers went to the back end of the 22nd century and found out that Russia and China had a nuclear war with the West uh-huh. and reduced the Earth's population down, I think it was like 300 million. Right. So that 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 was, it, it's it's given re- it's given me reason to think. You know, the world's run by psychopaths who love war. Well, he has another thing as well, though. The, the um the Al guy who I mentioned, mm-hmm. who was now here's the thing, Al, and. The other Cameron brother. I got very confused. With, I get very confused with this bit. Al was apparently inhabiting the body of the other Cameron brother through psychic time travel or something. I, I couldn't get my head. Remote viewing. No, because it was time traveling. Yeah, you can still do that. Although thing. remote viewing is real time, not past or future. No, you can go back. It was watched. Historic events and stuff. The typical remote viewing is happening in real time. Uh, the one, the one that you're talking about, I don't think that's typically remote viewing. I think that's something else. I'll look into that. You might no, be I right. Know, I might be wrong. I don't know. You no, know, you you might be right. You might be wrong. I'd like to know for definite though. But, but by the by. It wasn't that he was remote viewing. It wasn't that he was looking back and witnessing what was going on. He was in. He was in control of the body. That's kind of like the Montauk chair, though, wasn't it? In a way. Well, yeah, because the the tall guy was involved yeah. with the Montauk project. So, and that that's what we're dealing with. It is that he he's basically he's possessed the other Cameron brother mm-hmm. back on the Eldridge. Um, so surely that's a paradox. Well, paradoxes were a concern. Now, everything that went on, he then ends up forgetting everything. Roll around in 1994, I think it was. Uh, let me just double check what year it was. Big pod! Oh, let's control that cat. Nineteen eighty four. There we go. So roll around nineteen eighty four when the movie, The Philadelphia Experiment, comes out, Al is watching the movie and all of a sudden all these memories come flooding oh. back and they're pretty much identical to how it happens in the movie. Yeah. Funny um, that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, it, the guy did have other mental conditions that did have mental conditions that were going on, so he is not a credible source of information. Yeah. Uh, so for him, so to believe that he was one of the brothers who probably never existed to begin with. Yeah, it's kind of like a time, a time hop. You seen them? Um, time hop. Where you just you driving a car or something, and then. All of a sudden, you're in the fifties. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then you're back in this time, 
There's no, I mean, there's no way of ever saying that it's true or not. Yeah, I think there was uh, a story about that, which can be covered at a later time, but it happened in Russia. Uh, so I'll, I'll I'll do a bit of digging into that and see if I can uh, see if I can cover that in a future episode, or you can. Right. But, but yeah, I think uh, I think that's a wrap. But can we just say is that? It, I, but is it a but? But is it a bora? A bora. Yeah, but here in Rhapsody. Oh shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to the cat that just won that in. That was, uh, oh, that was strange. There is one final thing. Word of the week. Oh, and okay. Now, I'm going to break tradition, and I'm going to have two words of the week, but for a very good reason. I'll have two as well. Just to be petty. <clears throat> just to be well. Just to be petty. I mean, if you want to be petty, you go ahead and be petty. Oh, I will. <laughs> I'll uh, be so petty. No. I'm not no 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 no, 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 finish that sentence. No, I'll be so petty that you're going to wish I wasn't so petty. That's just being petty. Yes! And Pod is finally on the desk. On the computer. On the computer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little turd. Oh, you couldn't make this up. A cat has just won that in. During the recording of the Curious Podcast. It walked across the microphone, practically. It's scratching itself on the computer. Put some headphones on it. That cat wants to be here. Uh, Come here. Pod. Psst. He hasn't even got a collar. Or has he? He will have. Since he'll be my cat. Come here, boy. Come here. Oh, man. I wish that cat had a scratch to hell out of you with Ellie. Yeah, no collar. Pod does not have a collar. Oh. He's a bloody Ow, 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 Got the claws. <laughs> oh. Well, that's gonna leave a mark. Good job I'm wearing a red shirt. <laughs> Did you go out? It's just at the door. Look, we're all uh, traumatized. No, what's the word when you lay like, staring out at sea? Look, we're all nostalgic. No, it's got a name. Um, fuck, it doesn't matter. I don't know what I mean. Well, when you know what you when, when you've figured it out, let me know. So my two words of the week are. Entomology and etymology. Now, the reason I went for two, and being those two, is because they sound very similar, entomology, etymology, yet the their meanings have absolutely nothing to do with each other. Entomology is the study of insects, and etymology is the study of words. So one's dealing with bugs, the other one's dealing with words. Do you not just think they've got no point and they just fall fuck way over there with that as here? I'm starting to think that, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm starting I'm, I'm, I'm so That's I'm what you get when you, when you put, like, P in pneumonia and stuff to try and sound all smart. That's what you get. Anyways, my but, word. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, I'm having two because I'm, I'm petty. Um, egg. You can eat it. Right? Okay. And then I want to go with eggplant because you can eat it. I mean, that that's just being an, an extra level of petty because <laughs> you take your fir- <laughs> you've taken your first word and used it again, and there's just a plant on the end of yeah. it. I could also put it again. 
Please don't. Because <laughs> the audience will be like, egg sandwich. <laughs> oh, no, I thought that was a great one, that. Yeah, but that, that's, that, that's two words in itself. Um, egg on toast. Um, that's three words. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking about egg on toast, if you really want to confuse an American, beans on toast. Then you really don't grasp it. I could say beans are slightly different, though, on the. I think ours are sweeter, apparently. Well, no, it's just the idea of beans on toast in general. But yes, you're right. I want it's really that. nice, so you should try it. It's really nice. With a little bit of grated cheese on top. Mmm, cheesy beans on toast. I mean, there's some American things that just make make me think, wow. Squirt, like, what, like, maple syrup on eggs. Oh, that's nice. I'm not saying it's not nice, but no. No. it's not something you'd think of, isn't it? Me- <laughs> Maple syrup and eggs, you know, even better, Pan- stack of pancakes. Oh, that looks beautiful. With an egg on top uh, and then maple syrup. Oh, I don't know about the egg. Oh, it works. It Do works. you know when you see them when they're like stacked up? Mm-hmm. Like a stack of really small pancakes with a bit of butter on top. Yeah. And then maple syrup. Yeah. That shit looks delicious. Yeah. Wow. Um, oh, man, I was thinking of another one there and I, I, I forgot what it was. It's gone. It's gone. Oh, oh, I remember. You want to talk about messed up food things that America does? But mm-hmm. well, we're all familiar with squirty cream, aren't we? Yeah. Do you know what they went and invented? What? Squirty cheese. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. I mean, I have sausage roll sandwiches. Um. I'm not one to judge, but I, I don't know, it probably would be nice. Is that cat, the cat's climbing me scooter. Oh, that is a strange one, that way. I think your scooter needs rescuing. Rescuing. I think this episode's just been all about how we can't pronounce <laughs> our words. It's sitting on the radio. It's probably warm. Oh, meow. Well... I think we should definitely call it a wrap there. So thank you once again, everyone, for coming back and listening in and tuning in. And Hope you enjoyed it. And if you really enjoyed it, you can always go and give our Patreon page a visit. Yeah, we've got a cat now. Yes, the actual curious podcast himself. That's what we should do. You know, we should try and get a picture of him. Oh, majestic. That's the word. Looking all majestic and shit. Majestically gazing out at sea. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't think you quite understand what majestic means. Sounds good. Don't Google it. (laughs) I'll literally switch the power (laughs) off by the means outside. (laughs) Well, once again, thanks everyone for listening in. Catch you all next week. Bye. Bye. Ah.